So who was the most... Who did the dance and took the pull that you were surprised by the most? Like your grandma Harriet, your aunt Ruth. Who who was on that dance floor pulling? Um, yeah, that would be my mom. I saw her several times, so she kept moving around in the circle. <laughs> oh yeah, your mom. Oh, oh, <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. Vince Petrano returns on Monday, enjoying the week off. Thanks to Steph Graham, who's been filling in for Debbie Lazga. Mike Spaulding is here. Greg Pancake-Hill keeping us on track. And Adam Roberts, of course, in the newsroom taking care of things. We were taking in some texts here. So we had mentioned earlier that DJ Casper had passed away. And he um, the song is iconic for weddings, right? That's the only time I've ever heard him. Maybe at a bar mitzvah way back when. But it's basically for a wedding. It's the essential wedding song, right? And you're always surprised at who stands up. You're like, wait, why is my uncle up there doing this? I didn't know he could do this. Because it's the one song that he knows. <laughs> why is he front row? Yeah. Why did he fight to be front row? And then the group, you know, lingers, grows a little bit. All of a sudden, you're surprised at how good Uncle Jerry is. You're like, yeah, wow. Yeah, they've been doing it since the 90s. He's well-seasoned. Can't dance with anything, but for some reason, he's got this down. <laughs> Uh, so we were taking some texts on some of the other songs that are just like epitome wedding tunes. Uh, Electric Slide was uh, suggested. Celebrate. We Are Family. YMCA, which surprised me that someone said YMCA. Yeah, you don't hear that one, I don't think, a lot anymore. So I would hope not. <laughs> Shout, which is, by the way, a personal favorite. I love Shout. Did you guys have a Do Not playlist at your yes. your wedding? Yes. Yeah, us too. The chicken song was on there. Almost every single song you just mentioned was on our list. <laughs> <laughs> Macarena, I think, was on our do not do not playlist. Um, but some people like that, and so hey, to each their own. So thanks for the suggestions on these songs that must be played. We did have uh, one texter say that they're a DJ for weddings, and they say they can't enjoy any tunes now <laughs> because all those songs they hear all the time and they can't even enjoy them. So if you have any suggestions, please feel free on the old National Bank talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. Old National Bank, get old. All right, so. We are nearing the end of the summer, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on who you are and what you do. My kids are dreading it. I know they are fine in school, but for some reason they hate it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure why. Um, and uh, one of the uh, to-dos suggested by health experts and others is to start weaning children off of screens before school starts. So, okay, hey, the devices, the uh, iPads... The phones, if they have the phones, it's time now to start weaning them off so they can get in the right state of mind for the school year. And that helps with recalibrating their tech habits, right? No, that makes sense. And one of the things they said for the reason why, I mean, obviously, you, I think we can all figure out why it'd be better not to be on screens, was because the teachers cannot compete. They cannot compete with the stimulus that the teenagers or kids or whatever age get from the devices. So the kids show up there looking like zombies, all staring around, waiting for something to catch their attention. There's no way they're going to be able to concentrate on anything you put on that smart board because they're so used to staring at their phone. They're just thinking about Fortnite and what kind yes. of thing they want to buy yes. in the game the whole time. I believe that. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you're right. It's like the new school 
send the kids to bed early. That was a thing when I was a right. kid. Was the like, all right, it's two weeks away from school. We're starting to put the bedtime back in action. That, that's kind of the same thing, right? Yes. So I fully, I I fully embrace this idea. Actually, I I'm relentless on it. I I was telling earlier, my one kid, uh, in, in one day, it just kind of worked out this way. In one day, he ran a five k. Uh, then he played nine holes of golf with a buddy. Then my son, my other son, took him to play another nine holes later that day, just because it just worked out that way. And then I saw him on his phone that night, and I said, hey, what you doing on the screen? And he was like, come on, man. What else do you need from me? But, like, for whatever reason, like, I just, I, I'm, I'm weird like that. I just don't like him on their phones all the time. Um, but here's what's interesting about this, and this has played out in the news a lot recently where especially depending on what they're streaming and what they're watching or what they're consuming online can affect behavior can actually affect what they're thinking and how they're doing things. Like think about the television shows that you and I may have watched on TV years ago or currently or whatnot. The way children consume is so differently. They consume streamers. Um, and that's a whole different world because you're watching one guy or one lady tell you, you know, stream of consciousness in some cases, or sometimes they're playing a video game at the same time. And that has a different pull with yeah. a more developing brain. It's a whole different world. And I don't know if everyone's grasping that idea yet. Well, and there's no commercials either. There's no break. I mean, you know, we watch Netflix and it just like bumps you to the next episode right, right away. That's right. sort of how YouTube works. And yeah, it's singular people talking directly to you you know it's not yeah. a show where it's produced and you have different characters it's a person who's speaking directly to you and it is extremely addicting my nephew's 10 he would rather watch youtube streams than any produced tv show right like he'd rather just sit on his more, like, intimate, Nintendo more Switch. personal yeah and they're doing exactly what you like like all his friends talk about is uh minecraft or whatever it is all these people on YouTube, mm -hmm. all they talk about. So it's just like straight into your, your veins, just what you want. So what do teachers, <laughs> they don't have a chance then. So what do teachers have to do? They have to like be on a video screen instead? Just uh, go on there, go, go and push an old TV on the cart and push that into the, the big into square the one, the big square yeah. one, and hopefully the, the yeah. cords in. And then yeah. just have, have them on there. Will that get the attention of the kid? Because the kids need to wean off the devices, say the social media experts and the doctors and whatnot, because otherwise they will not be stimulated enough by Mrs. Overholt when she tries to teach reading on September 2. That's the issue. Maybe they so. should just read the closed captioning on the YouTube videos. Yeah, right? All right, here we go. Yeah, hey, can't beat them. Join them in some fashion. 819 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> All right, we need to investigate this. Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Vetrano, Eric Bilstead, along with Mike Spaulding. Greg Pancake Hill producing the show. So we were discussing DJ Casper, who passed away, um, and he had the Cha-Cha Slide song, which a lot of people know. You'll hear it at weddings. So we we're talking about songs that you always hear at weddings, and then it turned into songs you don't like hearing at weddings. So then people were texting in some great ones, right? And uh, we we had some interesting ones that came in, like Macarena, the Cupid Shuffle, just different tunes that you hear at every wedding, whether you like them or not. And on the old National Bank Talk and Text line, the 262 texted in, and I have questions about this. So joining us now on Wisconsin's Morning News, what is your name, sir? Morning, guys. My name is Colin. Colin, okay, so you you gave us a song that you hear at weddings, but then you also explained something that also happens at these weddings with this, a, a tradition that I had never heard of. Go ahead, please. 
yeah, so we got married about five years ago, and you know we wanted to kind of bring some fun into our uh, our wedding. And I think my my wife's dad, so my father in law loves the song Fireball, right? Mm-hmm. So Fireball. we wanted to bring that in. We wanted to bring that into the wedding somehow. So um, we thought about, hey, why not get a bottle of Fireball and throw a GoPro on it, and everybody get in a circle to the song and pass the bottle around and take um, sips out of the bottle. So everyone takes a pull of Fireball, and you have this video, I assume? Yeah, it's on YouTube. I forgot the name of the DJ, but it's on YouTube. I can find it for you guys, and I can send it to you. Oh, that'd be great. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is obviously pre-COVID. I was going to say, this is how COVID started. (laughs) This is a wedding tradition I can get behind. (laughs) Have you seen it done again since? Uh, I have not actually. I'm surprised, <laughs> but I think the DJ now has it part of like they can add it to a package. So I'd have to get the the info for you guys. So who is the most? Who did the dance and took the pull that you were surprised by the most? Like your grandma Harriet, your aunt Ruth. Who who is on that dance floor pulling? Um, yeah, that would be my mom. I saw her several times, so she kept moving around in the circle. Oh yeah, your mom's oh, mom. She's <laughs> going around like I need another another swig of this. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, fantastic! And now it's part of the programs that some of them can do. Good stuff. Thank you. I, yep. I appreciate it, Colin. Happy anniversary! You're You're five years, you say? Yep. Well done. Well done. All Thank right. you, sir. So yeah, so you play Fireball by Pitbull. You get in a circle on the dance floor. You put a GoPro on the bottle of Fireball and pass it around. <laughs> Actually, that's not bad, but I didn't realize that like silly traditions like that. I always thought it was just like dollar dance or things like that. I don't. I didn't realize. Oh, do you know this one though? I'm not really sure. So, Billy Joe, piano man. I've heard it played maybe the last tune sure. at a wedding, which is popular. Why? Where are you going so with this? So, my brother-in-law and I. I don't know if this is. It seemed like universally accepted. People were already down with it. My brother-in-law has all the groomsmen get in a circle kind of sway along to it with the guests, but all the groomsmen got to drop their drawers, like, in the circle with each other. And that's that's what it is. So Why? Because everyone's in a drunken stupor, and it just seems the most, like, I guess, the only acceptable Ooh. time to do this. So I did, a little, I did a little digging on this to uh, vindicate your brother-in-law. <laughs> Thank God. It's a thing in Minnesota. Like, in Minnesota, Iowa, South Dakota... It is an actual thing. It started as a college tradition at St. John, which is a college in St. Cloud. So wait, are are we wearing funny underwear or are they in the buff? (laughs) What are we doing here? I I mean, the underwear stayed on in my tradition. Yeah, I'm hoping that's the case. Was it matching boxes or Um, something uh, like that? No, no, no. It seemed kind of impulsive too. So if no one's, but I'm glad it was vindicated via another story. Is anyone surprised that it started in the Midwest though? What in the world? How does a tradition like that even get started? Just because one groomsman happened not to have pants on at the end of the night and started dancing? Yes. Oh, fantastic. It started at a bar. It was a bar. These buddies gathered at this bar, Sal's Bar in St. Cloud, Minnesota. They would all get drunk. The bartender would play it as like the last song, and they would all just like gather around, pantsless, and start singing. And then it translated to a buddy's wedding. And now there's Reddit threads. There's stories on... Radio websites from Minnesota. It's a thing. I remember Ange, my wife, uh, at our wedding uh, saying, nope, we're not doing Garter. Not doing it. Yeah, we didn't either. And, like, how does that one start? Like, how did... 
How do you start that one? Like, hey, I'm going to now sexually pull the garter belt off my new bride's leg and throw Repression. it to another man. Like, Repression what, is how that starts. What, what are we doing here? These weird traditions. Uh, a couple of other suggestions on songs that they hear at every wedding. Brenda texted in Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. Another one bites the dust from the 920. Here's one from the 262. It's irrational, but I hate Sweet Caroline. That was on our Do Not Playlist. Play that funky music was also texted in, so yeah, all different ideas of songs that you should either never play or play or apparently take your pants off and dance to while you play. Can I just share one thing? Nick Van Wagenen, former uh, producer of Wisconsin Saturday yeah. News, says he can confirm he has also participated ah, in said tradition. On the super secret text line. Thank you for contributing and let in vindicating my brother-in-law and his friends that they're not super weird. Didn't happen unless we see pics. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> pics, I said. 829. And you got us. A new study out there says you might be walking more than you need to. You don't need to walk very much to get a big health benefit. A study published by the European Society of Cardiology found that walking around 4,000 steps a day is enough to reduce the risk of death. In fact, you only need about 2,300 steps a day to reduce your chance of dying from heart disease. So here I always thought the the threshold was 10,000 a day. Your fitness model? Well, right. That's 10, what the Fitbit, right? Isn't that what the Fitbits yeah. always say? Ten thousand. Yeah. Now, experts will say this. They'll say, "Hey, it's it's obvious that the more steps you take, the better off it is <laughs> for your health. So don't don't go sitting on the couch all the time." But I found this interesting in this study. It talks about texting and walking. And listen to this study. Listen to what Michael George, a CBS correspondent, learned. Walking may not be so healthy for you if you do it while texting. A new study finds you're more likely to slip and fall when combining the two. Fifty students at the University of New South Wales participated in an experiment where they walked over a slippery surface while texting. Researchers found that those who texted while walking had a higher risk of falling over hazards on the ground. Well, no kidding. Is that right? So, if Spoiler I, alert. So if I walk on an ice rink and I do so texting, it'll be more difficult for me to text and walk on an ice rink than if I'm just walking on an ice rink. Okay, thanks for that. I'm glad that study was done. And, by the way, there's more. What else did we learn from this study? And on top of that, their texting accuracy was worse, too. <laughs> nah, that should have well. been the lead. <laughs> so, if there's too much autocorrects going on, it's because you're walking at the same time. Did you see what they're doing in South Korea? Since um, And this is genius. In fact, it's probably being done somewhere here in one city or two. Um, they have stop and go lights for, instead of it being in that little sign for a pedestrian that says walk or don't walk, they actually have lights on the actual pavement so it catches someone's eye because they're staring at their phone at the corner before crossing the street. That is the epitome. If you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> Plus, a whole new industry just got, you know, right? just got created out of thin air right there. Coming to a city near you, I'm sure, at some point in the next 10 to 15 years, because we move a little bit slower than Seoul. Yeah, Korea. we're going to start the study right now. <laughs> 840. Sunny, warm, and humid today. A high of 86. There is another chance. We got that scattered stuff again today. Another chance for a late shower or storm today. Again, a high of 86. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, a low of 66. Thursday, another nice one, a high of 83. A little bit more humid on Friday, potentially with a chance for storms yet again on Friday. It's 104 or 5 degrees in this room. Former President Donald Trump on Tuesday, he was stumping in New Hampshire and elsewhere, and he's vowing now to keep up his attacks on Special Counsel Jack Smith. 
vowing to continue talking about this criminal case, even as prosecutors are seeking a protective order to limit the evidence that the former president and his team can share publicly. The the president, former president, I should say, and his lawyers want to get this out there publicly. They want to talk about this case as much as possible. And the prosecutors don't like that idea. Uh, former president assailed Smith as a thug prosecutor and a deranged guy. We'll see what happens. They're going to meet on Friday to discuss this about what can and cannot be said. Former president says he's going all in. So we'll see what happens there. It could work out for him in public opinion, or it may not. We'll have to see. It's about 110 degrees in this room. Nice job with the air conditioning, whoever. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of the former president, lots of talk about whether or not, Mike, he is going to end up in Milwaukee two weeks from today. Because we have the debate two weeks from Wednesday. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And former Governor Tommy Thompson telling uh, John Mercure and Sandy Max earlier this week that he doesn't necessarily see an upside from a personality standpoint, from a public perception standpoint. Now, if I had my druthers, I feel like a Tommy Thompson would probably show up to defend himself sure, <laughs> if I know right. anything about him. Um, but. Former Governor Scott Walker was all in on the idea. Yeah, so former Governor Scott Walker uh, told the Milwaukee Press Club yesterday during a news uh, news luncheon that he believes that the former president will show up. And he explained to reporters afterward why he thinks he will. 24 million people turned into that first event. Um, Obviously, a lot of them were Republican primary voters trying to figure out who they might vote for. But clearly, if you look at the data, it wasn't just primary voters. It was people would vote in the general election, including some young people. And I think he risked losing yet one more opportunity to speak to all voters, but particularly to 18 to 29-year-olds. Now, he was talking about uh, the first one back in 2016. He said 24 million people tuned into that very first uh, GOP primary debate, and that's why he thinks the former president will likely do it again. By the way, Walker did give this advice to the other candidates who are down in the polls. The primary candidates have to make the case to those voters that they'll do as well or better on substance and that they can defeat uh, Joe Biden. So if I was one of them, I'd say be as bold as you can on substance and be as clear as you can on how you're going to win the election, the general election. That former Governor Scott Walker. A couple other quick uh, news and nuggets and political stuff we can uh, pass along. Governor Tony Evers is going to be at State Fair today. The uh, governor's blue auction, or blue, uh, the Blue Ribbon auction is tonight. So he's going to join Steve Scafidi and Sandy Max in studio there at State Fair around 940 today. You can hear that right here on WTMJ. Also, we do have an update, uh, kind of, but there is an update on the cocaine. That was found in the White House. Highly uh, anticipated update. Yes, the white horse found in the White House may have belonged to someone in the Biden family orbit, according to reports in the New York Post. But they also say they don't think, according to these sources that are cited in the New York Post due to some other publications, it was someone within the Biden family orbit. However, it wasn't Hunter, said a second source, referring to the president's adult son. Of course, Hunter Biden an admitted recovering drug addict. So they say that it wasn't his, but someone that Biden would have known. I don't think we'll ever learn, which is unfortunate because I think it really would have been nice to just, okay, it's this person. Here's video of that person. Okay, let's be done with this. Let the person be punished in whichever way, and then we can move on from it. By, by not knowing anything, all it does is... 
lead to speculation and controversy and conspiracy and whatever have you. You couldn't get much more vague than someone in the president's orbit. <laughs> but not so, the one person who you think it might be. Basically right. anybody, maybe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that according to some of the, the reporting going on in the New York Post. So that's the update on the cocaine on the, uh, what, what else can we call it? The candy? What, what's the Nose candy? Nose candy, thank you. Nose candy found at the White House. 848 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> Forecast sponsored by Dave Drakamp-Hating, where your Humphrey is their family's tradition. Sunny, warm, and humid today. There is a chance for a shower or storm, albeit a small one. There is a chance, a high of 86. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, low of 66. Thursday, sunny and a high of 83. There's a little bit of a chance for rain on Friday. Otherwise, the weekend at the moment looks dry. A uh, big event taking place today in Waukesha. Uh, this is uh, the EKG testing and sudden cardiac arrest awareness day. In Waukesha, that's taking place. This is for uh, Kai Lermer. You may recognize that name. Kai was a, a teenager who died from sudden cardiac arrest uh, a few years ago now. And in this business, we often will interview or chat or speak with or hear from uh, families of those who have been tied to, to tragedy. And, um, and everyone deals with tragedy differently. And I'm not one to judge how anyone deals with that type of thing at all. Uh, but it's amazing sometimes what some people will do in order to help others when something um, hit their lives unexpectedly. And that's what, you know, Mike and Patty Lermer um, have set up this now, the fourth annual EKG testing event in Waukesha today. And this is for teenagers to go get scanned to make sure that they don't have an undetected heart problem. And in fact, we took our kid, uh, my oldest is 16, he's a big runner. Uh, We took him to this EKG testing last year. And I sent Mike a note this morning because uh, he had sent a note out to, you know, all the teams and all the news agencies basically saying, hey, heads up, we're going to be at this event, this EKG event. This is on Northview Road in Waukesha today. Starts at 930. Um, 1721 Northview Road. And they're hoping to scan 500 students today from the area. So I sent him a note and said, hey, you know, I, I really appreciate what you're doing. Um, thank you so much and, and good luck today and whatnot. And he sent me a note back and he said, glad to hear that you had your son EKG tested. Reminder that it, it is recommended to have an EKG test every two years between the ages of 13 and 21. So that I wouldn't have thought of. So going to get my kid back there next year, and I'll start bringing my younger son there as well because uh, you get it done. Get the EKG test done and make sure that there isn't anything going on there in the heart that may be undetected. You want to make sure that you're taking care of things, especially, I mean, we see it all the time. The, the big story in the news recently was who? It was Bronny James. You may not know the name, but that's LeBron James's son. He's going to be a big basketball player. He's going to, what, USC? Yep. Um, and he's expected to be really good, and he'll probably be in the NBA, and he had a cardiac arrest. I mean, he, he dropped in the weight room. And we have a lot of kids out there in this area and across the country that this is, especially in August, it's hot, it's humid, and two-a-days are taking place, and a lot of people are doing different practices for any number of different sports. And um, real quick and easy test, EKG test. Get it done. Doesn't have to be today, but get it done and just make sure that you're taking care of that so you do not have to worry about something that may be undetected that could be taking place. It is 8.56 on Wisconsin's Morning News. My thanks to Mike Spaulding.
for sitting in. Vince is back on Monday. Greg Pancake Hill producing the big show. I appreciate that as always, too. And to Steph Graham for filling in. Adam and Brandon, of course, as always. And they'll be back tomorrow as well. If you missed anything on the program, you can always text the word Vince. Vince to the Old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. We'll send you the link to all of the interviews and the podcasts from the past several days and weeks. Again, texting the word Vince to the Old National Bank talk and text line. WTMJ now from the Wisconsin State Fair is next. Governor Eber is going to join them in studio around 940 this morning. Steve and Sandy in mere moments right now. It is business headlines from the Milwaukee Business Journal's Rich Kirchin, sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. 900 more apartments for Wauwatosa, adjacent to the area's largest shopping center, Mayfair. That's the proposal for parking lots around the old Boston store. That would be converted to new retail. CNH Industrial nears completion of a $69 million project in Mount Pleasant that converts an old J.I. Case factory to a test facility for farm tractors, autonomous vehicles, and electrified powertrains. Milwaukee residential real estate legend Gene Stefaniak dies at age 91. He founded Stefaniak Realty in 1965 now run by family members as the Stefaniak Group. I'm Rich Kirchin with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.